0: Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
5: All right. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. As always, I shouldn't say always, but pretty much always, Dr. Kelly Victory with us today. And uh, not Dr. Steve House, but Steve House is with us as well. Dr. Kelly, I'll start with you. Welcome. Thanks for joining us.
6: Hey, great to be with you. As always, we're getting back. It's almost it's almost lockdown season again. (laughs) You know, I I, I still have my climate change decorations up. Oh, my word. We're going going full on into lockdown season again. So uh, happy to be here.
5: All right. And for those of you maybe listening for the very first time, Dr. Kelly has been joining us during this hour for almost three years now. And we talk a lot about everything related to COVID. And as she just mentioned a moment ago, lockdowns, all the things associated. Steve House joining us as well. He's the brainchild behind this hour, by the way. Got everything going uh, early on. Steve and I have been talking about this particular topic really since the very beginning of COVID. even really, Steve, before COVID hit, we were talking and we've been doing this all the way through.
1: I'd like to tell you, John, that I was in the Wuhan lab when I discovered the problem and I let the world know, but it came sometime after that, I believe, um, that we started talking about it. In the meantime, for Kelly, I'm hanging around the 216 area code. I'm pretty sure you know that area.
7: Ah.
5: (laughs) I do. I do. Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. Uh, Again, Steve, thank you for joining us as well. All right. Uh, Today, you guys were actually all week long. We've been conversing back and forth, all sorts of things happening. Steve, you wanted to start today by talking about a couple of issues uh, regarding children's immune systems, the compromise of, and I'll let you continue on with your thoughts, but go ahead and start us off.
1: Yes, yeah, John, thanks. There was a study released this week, and I, I showed you guys the face sheet of it. I'm talking about the status of children's immunity. There was a couple, two, three countries who did a study, and they tested children's blood prior to getting vaccinated and then the same group after getting vaccinated. And they've discovered, at least now, that if, you know, kids were vaccinated two, three times with a booster, that their cytokine reaction to any pathogen is muted. So, in other words, their immune system is not responding the way it should be. It's much weaker than it would have been or should have been based on how old they are and what their situation is. So, as everybody knows, I mean, kids are a constant bowl, a Petri dish of pathogens around them at school. So this is one of those things and I'll, I'll tweet Kelly on this one a little bit in terms of her memory, because she was the one who shared with me what happened in the Philippines when they had the problem way back when with dengue and then all these kids end up with immune system problems and they end up with diseases that they just should never get. Mm -hmm. And I think now that they're discovering that and they're still pushing vaccines, even today Mm -hmm. for kids in America, they aren't pushing them for kids anywhere else in the world because they know the truth and I don't get why we're still doing it given that fact.
5: Dr. Kelly, before you do that, also share with us what cytokine response is as well.
6: Well, a cytokine storm is is or a cytokine response is um, is really part of the very very complex what we call inflammatory cascade that when you are exposed to certain things the body mounts an inflammatory reaction that starts kind of a domino effect of a lot of different things start to happen so there it it becomes a uh, sort of a snowball building of different chemicals, different uh, responses throughout body systems. It's very, very complicated. So there's no way to summarize it quickly on a radio show. Okay. But what happens ultimately is you end up with massive systemic inflammation, okay. uh, which you know does everything from causing swelling uh, in different tissues to flooding of fluid. For example, it's one of the reasons that your lungs fill up with fluid. That's part of that inflammatory response. If you think about what happens when you uh, twist your ankle or you get a burn, what happens? It swells. Why does it swell? Because fluid rushes to that area. Why does fluid rush there? Because all of the different uh, cell types that are going to try to help to heal and respond to this insult carry fluid with them. So that's fine unless it's happening at a time, for example, in your lung, in your brain, in your heart, where you're getting this inflammatory response. It's very dysfunctional in that case, and we've seen people end up dying from that exact response, because they uh, commonly end up with a respiratory problem, for example, from COVID. Um, this issue, well, this issue with regard to uh, children's immune re- response, I think, is multifactorial. Number one, what happened certainly with dengue, what we've seen with other vaccine programs that have failed, is that when we mass vaccinate kids. Uh, and mass vaccinate people, some of whom have been exposed to the pathogen already, some of whom haven 't what we saw with dengue is it actually caused people to have a worse response when they finally got uh, exposed to the actual uh, virus or bug okay. uh, and that 's what I think is there 's no question that is happening with covid with the covid vaccines we are seeing a very interesting thing, which is that They not only are not effective in keeping you from getting COVID, but they actually increase your risk of contracting COVID, meaning they've suppressed your immune response, as Steve was uh, intimating, they've expressed the immune, suppressed, excuse me, the immune response so much that people and children in particular cannot mount an appropriate response when they do get exposed to it, uh, which is why you're seeing a lot of the people who have been vaccinated and multiply boosted uh, think, I don't know, Jill Biden, mm-hmm. uh, four shots in, who's got COVID again. I mean, these are the people who are getting COVID right,
5: three,
6: right. four, five times despite the fact that they have been multiply vaccinated.
5: Okay. Um By the way, thank you very much for that explanation. The one thing that I still, and I know we've talked about this to some extent, but please, everybody that's listening, and Dr. Kelly, I'll, I'll let you comment on this, but knowing what I know just from doing what we've done during this time, plus what I do on Health and Wellness Wednesdays, and knowing about inflammation and knowing the good and bad of inflammation, to your point a moment ago, there are some good that can come out of it, but typically inflammation is not a good thing and yet this whole quote-unquote vaccine which we know it's not the mRNA and, and all of what's involved with it creates inflammation which everything I've ever learned and I'm not you I'm not a doctor but the way we're doing it is a negative is it not
6: yes I think that's I think that's the case and you know inflammation can serve a very good purpose uh it helps for example it helps to swell a joint so that you don't move it as much Right. it's protective in that way but when when the immune system or when any bodily system over responds over reacts which is what a cytokine storm is it's an overreaction of the immune system and an overreaction of the inflammatory uh response that is really, really problematic. And when you already have these spike proteins um, on the outside of the virus and these spike proteins which are produced in perpetuity by the mRNA, so once you get the vaccine, you become this little spike protein factory, mm-hmm. you're cranking out these things that are highly, highly inflammatory. If you had something that you were allergic to, for example, whether it was poison ivy or a you know, particular food product, and you just kept exposing yourself. You just keep rubbing it on yourself. You, you just get to the point where the body will over respond uh, and you can get into a very dangerous situation. And, and that's what we've seen with these cytokine storms. The good, uh, good news, I can say, if there is any good news right now, is that the current uh, variants of COVID are so mild that the virus itself is not an issue whatsoever. I have absolutely, as of today, I have absolutely zero concern about the circulating variants of COVID. I'm not one bit concerned that if somebody catches COVID, that they are going to set off a cytokine storm or end up in the hospital or on a ventilator or, God forbid, dying because the variants are so mild right now. What isn't mild is getting these vaccines that turn you into a spike protein factory where you are going to crank out the very thing that causes you to develop an inflammatory response.
5: Steve, I know also that we saw some reports this week that, you know, Pfizer, the you know, the, the drug companies themselves, they knew for a fact that people were dying from these injections. They were not when they had the placebo. You want to comment on that?
1: Yeah, let me first go back to to one other thing, which is um, in, in response to what Kelly said. They've even intimated in the article I read in the study that they're kind of referring to this thing as v as in vaccine-induced AIDS. Now, I know when people read that, they're going to freak out. I don't, I don't think they completely relate this to AIDS, but I think, Kelly, what they're really saying is just a serious depression of your immune system, which is obviously what AIDS does, um, and vaccine-induced. And that's that. when I read that, I just thought to myself, my goodness. I mean, there was so much corruption derived to, to get this done. And, you know, to, for, for what people were talking about in the studies and what you just referred to, John, I mean, you're five times more likely, according to the placebo group versus the trial group on vaccines and the Pfizer data, you were five times more likely to have a heart attack if you had the vaccine versus if you didn't have the vaccine and in theory one person was saved by the vaccine from not dying from covid versus you know the the placebo group so you know according to what we've read it's, it's essentially a 25 23 24 25% increase in your risk of having a heart attack from the vaccine than not and they knew that in fact when they went to the FDA CDC discussions about it That report, they did not discuss. They just did not bring it up. And I'm like, how irresponsible can Mm. you be when you have right in front of you some evidence? In fact, if nothing else, you should have said, so let's slow this down just a little bit and figure out what's really going on here. Because those numbers and that indication from those reports or those studies and the safety stuff that that Pfizer did were a clear indication there was a problem, Mm. and they suppressed that completely.
5: Yep, they sure did. And the more the more the farther down this path we get, the more of that we start uncovering. And yet, Dr. Kelly and I wanted you to comment on this. And yet we see, you know, videos where even even folks from the opposite side like RFK Jr are posting things talking about some of the very things we're discussing right now, and yet those videos are being taken down. That one I don't understand either.
6: Absolutely. Well, the censorship is alive and well, for sure. Um, I am continually shadow banned on Twitter. Um, Certainly uh, Bobby Kennedy and others um, have been banned or had things censored. I get my shows uh, with Dr. Grew taken down all the time. Uh, off of youtube and uh talk you know whatever we're on whatever uh rumble we get taken down all the time uh with regard a couple of other thoughts about this issue with the immune system uh, not just for children but for everybody is that i've said from the very beginning the human immune system is the last great frontier of medicine it is extraordinarily complex we do not always know or anticipate correctly what the immune system is going to be when it gets exposed to any particular thing and certainly to a vaccine that's why vaccine trials take you know six eight ten years to be completed because we can't always anticipate whether the immune system will function as we've guessed that it will Um, one of the things that wasn't you know they didn't anticipate but i predicted it was that these shots would suppress the immune system overall and here's why It became clear very early on that they shift the the percentages of certain immunoglobulins. Immunoglobulins are the part of your immune system that respond to threats. And there is an absolute shift to a specific immunoglobulin, one called IgG4. IgG4's entire job is to tell your body to ignore something that is foreign. In other words, John, ignore that piece of dust. Ignore that piece of cat hair. Ignore that piece of pollen. And that's a good thing because otherwise you'd walk around like a sniffling, sneezing mess all the time because there are lots of foreign things in the world. So you want to have a little bit of IgG4. When you get these shots, these COVID mRNA injections, the shift moves it drastically to IgG4. So all of a sudden you've got all this, immunoglobulin running around saying, ignore all of these foreign things. Well, that's not a good idea if the foreign thing is streptococcus or if that foreign thing is a parasite or if that foreign thing is a cancer cell, okay? You're not supposed to ignore mm, those good things. Point. We want you to ignore the random piece of cat hair or the dander or the piece of pollen so that you don't sneeze your head off you know, all mm-hmm, day long. Right. But we don't want you to ignore other serious viruses or bacteria or parasites or cancer cells or other things that we want your body to say, hey, John, there's an abnormal lung cell, there's an abnormal skin cell, there's a, there's a bacterium, you need to jump on that. So, what's happened is these people's immune system, as Steve rightly points out, are not responding appropriately when they are faced with a threat, whether that threat is COVID. Or that threat could be anything else. And I firmly believe this is exactly why mm-hmm. we are seeing a, a, an uptick in the cancer rates yep. and in these turbo cancers. Agreed. Because people's immune systems have been suppressed by the shot.
5: All right. Uh, guys, hang tight. We'll come right back. If you have a question, i got a couple that came in. We'll get those answered as soon as we come back. 307 200 eighty two twenty two to send me a text. I'll get those answered as soon as we come back. Affordable interest mortgages next. Kurt Rogers. Any question on mortgages? Give Kurt a call: seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred.
8: Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around eighteen to twenty one percent. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take aim. Affordable interest mortgage: seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred if you currently have a low rate on your mortgage but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours now is the time take aim 7208950500 get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment 67800 a month we can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money all with a low blended rate take aim 7208950500 locally owned and serving colorado since 2001 let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving 67800 a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298191 regulated by Door Equal Credit Lender.
5: All right, a doctor that believes in everything we're talking about today that would love to have you as a patient, Dr. Scott Faulkner. Call him at 303-663-6990.
7: Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today.
5: If you'd like another way to make income, we've got an answer for you. Call Tom Lozano today. Find him at klzradio.com.
0: No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason.
5: We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Myself, Dr. Kelly Victory, and Steve House. All right, Dr. Kelly, question just came in. I want to get some of these answered to make sure we get everybody taken care of. Uh, listeners seeking confirmation about this fall's flu vaccines. Are they mRNA versions? Are there any out there? Do we need to be aware of any of those? And do different health providers Use different brands, or is it all one universal vaccine?
6: Good question. The flu vaccines are made by a number of different manufacturers. Um, They all base it on the same best guess of what the strain is going to be this year. And that's exactly what it is it is a guess. In a good year, if they guess well, the flu shot might be around 55, 60, you know, 62% effective at preventing influenza. If they guess poorly, it might be less than 20% effective. Um, Although they are very, very interested and they are going to move quickly to form an mRNA-based influenza vaccine and likely one that's combined with RSV and perhaps COVID, um, they are not out as yet. So currently, the influenza vaccines that are available as of today are not mRNA vaccines. Um, but as I said, they're going to move very quickly to that. So I think it's a very, it's a reasonable thing to ask. My concern is this. They have acted as if the mRNA vaccine platform is completely tested and vetted and has been proven to be safe and that they're acting therefore like they don't need to go through additional testing. This is absolutely untrue and it is unconscionable that the FDA is allowing any of the manufacturers to get away with this. They have not proven that platform to be safe, let alone effective. Uh, as you hopefully everybody knows, as of I sit here today, the, the 7th of September, there is not a single FDA approved injection for COVID. They are all still available only under the emergency use Uh, authorization and therefore they require ongoing testing and certainly any influenza shot that is made using mRNA mRNA, should have to go through the same rigorous testing because certainly we aren't having any emergency or any uh, justification for an emergency use authorization on an influenza shot and therefore an mRNA shot should have to go through all of the rigorous hoops Mm -hmm. uh, that any other Uh, therapeutic does.
5: Which these have not done. And Steve, again, we were talking about a lot of this, gosh, when this stuff was being talked about and, quote-unquote, invented, we were talking about it.
1: Well, yeah, and, you know, Kelly, I'm not as good on the history on this as you are, but um, I think a lot of people are asking the question is, how did we get to the point where RSV, for example, could go through a five-week testing process or um, some of these other vaccines how they got to these very short testing processes for safety and they get away with that because in reality, it's still a drug. It's still going into your body. Now it's not the same as a drug in some sense. In the old, old days, it was a a live virus or an attenuated virus or it was a dead virus. So it wasn't like putting in a new drug or certainly a genetic change with an envelope like the mRNA is, but where did we go wrong in creating this environment where you could have five weeks of safety testing on, 500 people report what happened to 249 and ignore the rest. I mean, I don't know when that happened or why that's happening, but that's a problem.
6: Oh, it's a huge problem, Steve. I mean, this is, I will tell you that the COVID debacle has shed light on all of this, but Mm -hmm. it did not begin with COVID. This problem with the FDA is decades old. Yep. And that is something that I really was not, I was not nearly as aware of it uh, as I have been over the, the duration of this pandemic. The testing on things like vaccines has been absolutely, to use the word shoddy is, you know, to be kind. Uh, they have not applied the rigorous uh, standards that they should have. They have not done blinded uh, placebo controlled Studies they have not reported a fraction of the, of the data that they actually should have reported, and you rightly point out they have now just going full steam ahead with some of these new therapeutics and injectables
2: mm-hmm. as if yep.
6: we have now this proven platform and we're just sort of now apply yep. it to RSV or to influenza or something else as if these are interchangeable as like some Chinese menu thing one from column A one from column B it is that is this is absolutely ridiculous it is we can't allow it to happen um and it's not just with vaccines i think we're getting a lot of unsafe drugs that are out there think of ones like vioxx for example uh the vaccine or the uh pharmaceutical manufacturers absolutely knew that vioxx was causing heart attacks but they knew Mm. that the price they would pay the fine they would pay would pale in comparison to the amount of money they would make selling the drug so they actually made a financial decision and said, yeah, we'll pay the, we'll the multimillion-dollar fine uh, because a bunch of people are going to die, but we're going to make a whole lot of money in the meantime selling this drug. It is absolutely uh, unacceptable, and we have got to rein in the FDA.
5: All right, question along those lines, which is, this is a great question somebody just had, and I'm not doing these in order, folks, I'm kind of doing them more topically. So somebody actually asked a question before this one. We will get them answered, trust me. But this is a good one, goes along with what we're talking about. Dr. Kelly, would a C-reactive protein test show elevated levels of inflammation as a result of the past COVID, quote-unquote, vaccines? Could this test be a good tool to monitor inflammation levels from vaccines?
6: It's certainly one of the things that doctors are, you know, use and do look at in the same way that we use a D dimer test, which is very sensitive to look at blood clotting. These are different sorts of blood tests that can, you know, if they're elevated, then you know that there's inflammation going on or you know that there's blood clotting going on. Uh, but there's no way to say specifically that it's related to the vaccine. So is it a test that could be useful To determine if you're having an inflammatory uh, problem or a clotting problem, yes, absolutely. But again, there's no way to say specifically in the same way that you could do an EKG Mm. and have an abnormal EKG, but there's no way for you to say this is absolutely 100% related to or secondary to the vaccine. But yes, it's one of the many lab tests that we will follow.
5: Makes sense. Uh, Steve, this one you might be able to chime in on first, and then Dr. Kelly Second, first of all, let Dr. Kelly know that she's in my prayers daily. Question: uh, What are you seeing/slash hearing about this new variant in patients with comorbidities such as cancer patients in remission or autoimmune patients? And again, thanks for all that we're doing, Steve. You can start on that one. I'll let Dr. Kelly finish up.
1: Well, certainly in theory, if you're immune compromised already, getting any virus, any any virus of any kind is going to be harder for you because. Right. The immune system doesn't respond well. It also, in this particular case, depends a bit on whether or not you've been vaccinated or not. Um, because, Bob, as we just talked about, the vaccines, you know, compromise your immune system even further. So I, I think those are probably the principal issues. I suspect that um, for some, they won't notice any difference than you and I are in terms of how we fight the virus. We all react differently. And for some, it may be worse. But I'll defer to the doctor on that one. Okay.
6: No, I think, I think that you are uh, directionally correct on that, Steve. I think... Uh, you know, as I said before, the good news is this virus has mutated exactly the occurring virus would, meaning it's doing two things. It is becoming, number one, more contagious, more transmissible, and at the same time, it is becoming less and less severe. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's good news for everybody, including those who are immunocompromised. I think you hit the nail on the head, Steve, bringing up the issue of vaccination, because I think that's the wild card people who have been vaccinated. And again, not everybody seems to respond the same way. We know that the vast majority of serious uh, adverse events have been related to a relatively small percentage of the total vaccine uh, lots. But that said, the suppression of the immune response is something that people who are vaccinated do need to worry about. Not only do they not mount an appropriate response to COVID, but you can anticipate that they're not going to mount an appropriate response to influenza or, you know, anything, any of the other myriad viruses that are floating around out there. So more than ever, it's critical for people to pay attention mm-hmm. to their overall health and wellness agree. and to do all those things we've talked about over the past years with regard to enhancing your immune function.
5: All right, before our next break, one See, last. John. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Go ahead, See, John. So, so I, I was um, fortunate this week to just you know, drop into a podcast with Joe Rogan and Bill Maher, and they were talking about COVID and our COVID response. And they made the point. They said virtually everybody—not everybody, but many, many people the vast majority of people who died from COVID, um, obesity was one of their chronic diseases. And right. I think you know. So, so for anybody who's suffering and struggling, it's not easy to to lose weight in this world. But clearly, that had to be one of the tougher things to manage. Is if you have chronic diseases, including obesity, your, your risk in COVID has to be significantly higher based on the data. I could be wrong, but um, I think you and Kelly both have experienced that as well.
5: Yes, I agree. Uh, before we take a break, uh, Dr. Kelly, one question just came in. Good one, by the way. I, in, I, all of these questions, thank you, by the way, for all of them. I appreciate it. Keep asking. We've got a few more minutes after we come back from this next break that we can answer a few more. 307 200 My doctor is recommending I take a pneumonia Vaccine. I would like to know if it's wise to do so. Now, again, I know it's not your direct patient, Dr. Kelly, but in general, what do you feel about pneumonia vaccines?
6: Um, well, pneumovax, as have to say, has been around for quite a while, and it really depends on the age and overall health of the patient. Um, it is something that I have never recommended, other than for patients who are elderly and have some significant underlying comorbidities where I think if this person were to get a bacterial pneumonia, that would be really, really problematic. Uh, the average person is not going to get bacterial pneumonia. It's something that generally affects the elderly and people who are debilitated. Um, I don't think personally, again, I can't speak for any individual patient, but I don't think personally that your average adult who is not uh, significantly ill otherwise um, should be taking a vaccine for every single thing, uh, you know, particularly for bacterial pneumonia, because those are relatively easy to treat, uh, easier to treat, frankly, than viruses like influenza.
5: Okay. Uh, really quick, again, before we go to break, I thought that was this is an interesting comment. Uh, did Mrs. Joe Biden actually have COVID, or is it a narrative to get Pandemic 2.0 rolling again? Still can't believe we're discussing this. I can't either, by the way. Now, I, will t- I, will s- I-, I agree with Steve on this one. Yes, I think, in fact, she does have it. Is it a way to dovetail into the next round of lockdowns and so on? I really have no idea. But I like Steve because she's not only been vaccinated but boosted and who knows what all. And we know for a fact that those that have are going to get COVID more often. And she's living proof of that. So, yes, I feel she does have it.
6: Yeah there's no you know obviously I have and an I don't know
5: but that's my know, guess I don't
6: know what goes on behind closed doors we they, they report that she you know she's reporting that she's had four shots the original two right. uh, series and then two boosters and this is I think her fourth time having covid um we are told that she has very very mild symptoms Which begs the question, if you woke up with a runny nose or a scratchy throat, what would compel you to shove a Q-tip up your nose and be tested to find out if you had COVID? Who cares?
7: Right. Okay. What are you
6: going to do differently? Nothing. Um, So you're saying, right, because if it's COVID versus another virus that causes the exact same symptoms... You know, this is, you aren't going to do anything any differently. Okay. Presumably, if you feel lousy, you're going to stay home from the cocktail party. If you're sneezing, you know, blow your nose. If you're, you know, wash your hands, do all the same things you would do back, right. you know, when in the olden days we called that a common cold. So the idea that she even was tested for COVID, given the symptoms we're being told she has, is just insanity. By Agree. Itself.
5: Agree. Steve, I'll let you have, have the last word done. before yeah. we go to break. Go ahead.
1: Not only that, but it was the number one story yep. on Fox News' website um, for a day or so. And you, you go back and look, it's, like, it's a cold, right? I don't really need to know. I'm, I, whether you dislike the First Lady or you like the First Lady, I don't need to know when she's got a cold. I just don't. I think oh, it's just hyperbole. It's just trying to get people to be in fear. I think there's clearly a mood toward masking. I talked to a hospital today. I was talking to the CFO and the CIO up in Massachusetts today. And in the conversation, I said, are you guys going back to mask?" And he said, yeah, it looks like it's coming. And I'm like, why would it be coming? And they said, well, you know, there's more COVID cases. I said, more COVID cases in the hospital? Eh, maybe a few people more that are in the hospital with COVID, but more cases in the community. I'm like, well, do you really think this is going to help you? I mean, is it going to help anyone? And the answer is, we don't really know, but when we're told to do it by, you know, public health, we do it. And I just think that mm. everybody's going to follow this path. Not everybody, but there's going to be a group of people who are going to follow it on this path and they're going to create even more tension in Agreed. public by doing it. I don't Agreed. need to know what the First Lady's problem is with COVID.
5: Agreed. All right, we'll be right back. Keep texting us. 307 200 8222 High Five Plumbing is next. If you've got any kind of plumbing problem at all, please give them a call, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
4: High Five Plumbing will come to you first when you need them the most. You wake up to water spraying everywhere in the middle of the night, and you don't know what to do. Thankfully, you realize you're a High Five Plumbing Club member. High Five Club membership costs $1.99 per year, just $16 per month, and includes preventive maintenance like an annual drain camera inspection and a water heater flush, a $600 value together, no service fees, and much more. It pays for itself with one visit. You'll also get priority scheduling, so they'll come to you first when you need them the most. High Five knows that yearly maintenance could prevent many of the unexpected calls they go on, and that's why they created the membership. To help customers with these necessary routine tasks that can cost a fortune without it, and with wintertime fast approaching, now is the perfect time to start your membership and prevent those winter problems like bursting pipes and clogged drains, and to be ready in an emergency. Just call High Five for that today at one We High Five, or go to klzradio.com/plumbing to learn more about the High Five Plus.
5: A free financial analysis and a free dinner from Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial,
3: 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al. To help you navigate difficult market conditions, Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.
5: Pops Garage Door. Get that uh, door of yours fixed right the first time with not a lot of upsell. In fact, that's not what they're there for. They're there to fix the door. 719-399-1089.
0: Do the job right the first time is not just a saying. It's the founding principle of Pops Garage Door. Pops understands the importance of a seamless experience when it comes to repairing your garage door. And that is why they are committed to excellence with a quality of service you can only get from family. As a family-owned business, POP's team of expert technicians will treat you with that same care and respect they give to their family. They will service your garage door right the first time, with no pressure to upsell or too good to good-to-be-true deals. Pops Garage Door doesn't just do customer service, they do family service, providing a free inspection and estimate to ensure your garage door is fixed the first time out. And with over 275-star Google reviews, you can be confident Pops will treat you well. Let Pops Garage Door do the job right the first time for you by going to klzradio.com garage. That's
5: klzradio.com garage. Level Engineering with Alan Davis. Find out if solar is right for you. His number, 303-378-7537.
9: Alan Davis knows that renting electricity from Excel Energy and other power providers will cost you more and more every year. The new solar energy financial incentives are exciting because they allow a homeowner who has good sunlight on the roof of their home to pay much less for their electricity versus renting that electricity from the power company. Now there's a push to install smart meters in Colorado homes too. And that means in addition to the huge annual power bill increases, we'll have even more to pay due to the smart meter rollout. That is on top of the fact that most power companies in Colorado have dramatically increased their annual power bills far past the normal historical annual increases. Now it's common to see 15 to 20% annual increases if you continue to rent your electricity from the power companies. Typically, those who get solar installed pay about two thirds less than they were going to pay the power company over the next 25 years. That's money back in your pocket and you get to determine your electricity future. Call Alan Davis now at 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537.
0: Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
5: And we are back. Rush to Reason, Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House. If you want to know more about Dr. Kelly, by the way, go right to our website, RushToReason.com, and you can find an entire page dedicated to her. Dr. Kelly, you had a comment on that last topic. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, well, I was just thinking back to the announcement about Joe Biden having COVID and the response of the White House, and my favorite optics the entire thing was joe biden donning the mask again and uh, at a award ceremony for a veteran that was uh, being a medal recipient joe biden walks into the room with his mask on and then as he approaches the hundred year old guy on whom he's going to pin the medal he takes the mask off <laughs> when he gets within four <laughs> inches of the guys i'm thinking okay if you actually believe if you're such an idiot that you actually believe that a face mask work to stop the spread of a respiratory virus of all times the one time you would want to make sure you were wearing it is when you are four inches from the face of a hundred year old man who, by okay. the way, but probably doesn't care off.
5: anyways. But, yeah, I get your point. <laughs> I mean, this guy's a Medal of Honor winner. I heart. don't think he cares about whether you're wearing a mask or not.
6: No, no, no. He doesn't care. But if the president, if Joe Biden yep. truly believed that the mask was important, the one time you would want to wear it is the time that he took it off. I just thought it was brilliant.
5: And he's made comments. I just got a text in from somebody who said, you know, the president has made comments about how they say, I need to wear a mask. This texter's asking, who the Dickens is, they, I want to know. And by the way, I do as well. Dr. Kelly, who are, he's the president. Who's telling him he has to wear a mask? Does he not have a brain of his own?
6: No, apparent, well, <laughs> I hope that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I think the uh, the issue of, you know, And one of the big problems during, again, this COVID pandemic debacle is that people have misunderstood, the American people have misunderstood the actual authority of agencies like the CDC, the FDA, and those. The CDC has absolutely zero legislative or regulatory authority, none. They are an advisory group. I can tell you in my entire 30-plus career as a physician, never once in my entire career, did I call the CDC or the FDA for advice? Okay. They don't, you know, they, they are not regulatory bodies. They don't mandate anything. There is no such thing as the CDC is mandating this. Um, that's, so they are to give guidelines. If people yep. adopt those guidelines, that's on them. Yep. Uh, and unfortunately, no, Joe Joe Biden does not have a brain of his own. So he would not know. Uh, and, and really, I don't think that anybody at the White House is doing anything other than making decisions for what is politically expedient Agreed. and what looks good for the photo op.
5: Steve, somebody also texted the same person. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg has COVID as well. She was apparently on The View this morning via <laughs> Skype wearing a mask alone in her house.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about failure, right, I mean, as funny as that might be, there's real failure in that statement. The failure is it's the failure on the part of the public health, the CDC and the FDA in this country to actually educate people on what they're doing with regards to protecting themselves from either getting or transmitting COVID to somebody else. Right. Because no one would wear it. I mean, it, maybe Whoopi did it because she was trying to make a point about mask wearing but you know, you see people running outside with masks on all the time. You're like, what's going on? Why would you be wearing a mask running outside? Are you allergic to fresh air? Right. It really just right. illustrates how there's been such a great failure in communication and education in the American people. And by the way, as I said to you guys on text, the Joe Biden headline should have been COVID once again fails to yep. protect someone after four shots. Yep. For COVID vaccine. Yeah.
5: That should be the headlines. No, you're right. And along those lines, and this is another you know, famous person, Megan Kelly. We all know Megan. She was on Fox News forever and does a lot of things now on her own and still doing very well, by the way. She says, I regret getting the COVID vaccine. I've tested positive for now an autoimmune issue, which she feels has come from the vaccine. And by the way, Dr. Kelly, uh, I don't know that I could disagree with Megan Kelly. And I'm not a huge Megan Kelly fan by any means, but I will tell you right now, I don't think I can disagree with her
6: no i i think uh, there are a lot of people who have buyer's remorse uh you know many of them many of the courageous ones have come out and said openly like megan kelly has uh eric clapton you know dan bongino other people have come out and said it was the worst decision i made in my life and mm-hmm. i've suffered ill effects from the vaccine uh, again i haven't examined megan kelly uh, and i don't know what her autoimmune issue is but i know she posted and said that her own physician feels that it was a side effect of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Megan Kelly, again, is a young, healthy woman who had nothing to fear from COVID. Uh, If she'd gotten COVID before, she would have done just fine. And now instead, she's had it, I think, again, three times since she's been vaccinated. And this is what we're seeing over and over again. So an awful lot of people have seen the light now. I appreciate that they're coming out and speaking about it because I think that's important uh, for people to say, I yep. believed it, Agreed. I made a mistake, I'm yep. sorry, and I w- I'm not going to fall for it again because that will embolden other people, I yep. think, to resist Agreed. the fear.
5: One thing we haven't talked about, Steve, I wanted you to chime in on, and we going to. I was going to talk about this a little bit last week, but we had so many other things going on we didn't, and that just is a simple fact. I don't feel like I'm exaggerating Every single week now, we are seeing famous people, athletes in their you know, early to mid-30s, sometimes even younger than that, most of them under the age of 50, that are dying of you know, heart failure. I know we touched on it last week momentarily, but it seems like, and I don't think it's just me, every single week we're seeing more and more of these being reported. And I can't tell you that that's just coincidence, Steve. It's not.
1: No, it's staggering, actually. I mean, I think I saw last week there was a 13- or 14-year-old soccer player, a female, who went down um, and died of a, a heart attack. I mean, you just don't hear that kind of stuff. I, I think the other thing about it is, and what's interesting is, I could be wrong about this, but my sense of myocarditis, like it it, it, it re-worsens at nine months after the shot in some of the research studies. Mm. But, Kelly, my my concern is is that the more you push yourself physically – after being vaccinated, if you have myocarditis, if you were, your heart is reacting that way, the more you push yourself this physically, the greater the risk you seem to have. Because these athletes are dying in you know high heart rate situations where they're intensely exercising or running down a basketball court. Is it, in fact, a higher risk if you're exercising hard and you've got myocarditis in your body? Oh, no no
6: question, because there are an awful lot of people, we are only seeing the reports of myocarditis are only in those people who are, quote, symptomatic, meaning they've developed chest pain or they've developed shortness of breath. There are a whole lot of people out there, clearly, who have what we call subclinical myocarditis, meaning they go about their merry way on a daily basis. They've got some inflammation of the heart muscle, but they don't know it, and it's not until... They exert themselves. They get their heart rate up to 140 beats per minute, um, or something of that sort, when they're exercising, and that's when they end up with sudden cardiac death. That's when they end up with an erratic heart rhythm, because it, it's fine when their heart is beating at you know 60 to 80 times a minute, but once it gets up into the higher ranges, then they have a problem. Which is why we are seeing people. Suffering this sudden cardiac arrest at two times, mm-hmm. either very early in the morning, four or five o'clock in the morning, right before awakening, because that's when the heart rate normally goes up based mm-hmm. on the circadian rhythm. And during exertion, during uh, significant physical exertion for physical activity. Um, and it is pure and unadulterated gaslighting for people to yep. say things like, oh, you know, it, we've always had, you know, young, healthy athletes drop dead on a soccer field. No,
0: we, no, haven't. we
5: haven't. That's I mean, right.
6: That's no, we haven't. Yep. So, just, so just stop. Yep. Um, there have been a hand, there are a handful every year. Uh, the International Olympic Committee did a huge study on this well before COVID, uh, over a period, a decade, uh, looking at elite, elite athletes uh, across the world. And, you know, the average is somewhere around 29 per year. Yep. There are 29 sudden cardiac deaths, uh, or arrests yep. on an annual basis on average. We have had thousands of them. Since the rollout of these vaccines. So this is something that we have never seen before. And for anyone to say otherwise is is a simple lie.
5: Guys, that's it. We got to run. I appreciate you both very much. Steve, I'll let you go. Thanks for your time today, sir. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And Dr. Kelly Victory, same. Thank you very much for your time. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you very much.
6: Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome.
5: Have a great night. Uh, Veteran Windows and Doors is next 35% off right now. That is off of windows and the labor to install them.
4: Find them at klzradio.com. When you use Veteran Windows and Doors, you can trust that the installation will always be done correctly. With the rain and drastic changes in temperature daily, you may have noticed your windows or doors letting in cold and hot air. Or worse, water seeps in through your windows or doors, damaging your drywall and your home. This can happen due to improper installation or poor quality products, which occurs far too often with other companies. But veteran windows and doors guarantees that both their installation process and products they use will always meet and exceed code. And with veterans, you will not have leaks or drastic temperature changes inside your home. You want your windows and doors to do their job by keeping the weather outside, keeping your home comfortable inside. So you need a trustworthy company that will do the job right. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. Reach out to them today by going to klzradio.com/window. That's klzradio.com/window. All of your reverse
5: mortgage questions, Bruce can answer them. He's only, a, or he's one of only a hundred experts that can do so. klzradio.com.
3: A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender.
5: K&R okay, Home Transitions, again, two realtors for the price of one, and don't forget to ask about the reup program. Find them at klzradio.com or call direct at 720-437-8210.
7: You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of KR Home Transitions and let them partner with REUP to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. REUP will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Kat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. k r will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R home transitions and re
5: Cub Creek HVAC for all of your HVAC needs. Again, I've known these folks for a very, very long time. Find them at klzradio.com, 303-656-5467.
2: Doug Hunter and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC believe that quality is the most important part of their work. If you were to pull the drywall back on a job from Cub Creek Heating and AC, you'll see smooth joints, straight seams, and quality American craftsmanship that they truly take pride in. They know that a furnace is a furnace, so the real uniqueness in what they do is the quality of their work. Cub Creek takes the time and care to look at your entire home instead of just looking at your ductwork and unit, making the result much more dependable and of higher quality. They guarantee their work with a two-year labor warranty on top of the manufacturer's warranty. They know the most expensive option isn't always the right option either. So when they make recommendations for you, it's not a formula or a system. They engineer it specifically for you, which is why they are exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Check out the team at Cub Creek today. Go to klzradio.com HVAC to get in touch. All right,
5: folks, that's it for today. If you missed any of this hour, remember, you can listen between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. You can also go to our website, listen there again, and even send this on to someone else. Just go to RushToReason.com and look under the show notes section. Hour two is next. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.